Hey everybody, welcome to episode 254 of the Bite Me Podcast. I am Cliff. I'm joined today by Dylan. Woo! <laughs> Who's wearing a Cartman t-shirt. It's, it's right yeah, there, I see it. Does it have the, the rest of them or just Cartman? Oh, it's got like every got single... All nine of them. Oh, that's amazing. It's got. It's even got Chef. That's good stuff. That's good, 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 good. All right, and Colby's here too. Say hey, Cole. Woo! All right. We are going to talk today about, uh, you know, what games we've been playing. It actually looks like we've played maybe a, a couple of new things. That's kind of nice. Uh, we got news. We got Nintendo releasing pricing for the Nintendo Online Expansion. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, maybe a way for you to get a PS5, maybe. Uh, we're going to talk about the system requirements for Guardians of the Galaxy, which sounds like a really boring thing to say, but I don't know. I think this is kind of interesting. Uh, new State of Decay. Well, not, that's not actually true. The guy who founded State of Decay, the State of Decay studio, uh, has started a new studio. It's got kind of an interesting premise, so... Um, it's one of those things that either we're going to look at it back from like two, three years now and go like, wow, that worked out really well. Or man, that like milkshake ducked like just super fast. So is it, is it out of, is it like an outdoor studio? Oh, that'd be awesome. Like, like making video games they, in a park. They like, yeah, like with sticks. What do they call that when you paint like outside? Like, uh, something, it starts with an F. It's like, uh. There's a, there's a word for like going outside and painting in in the air. It's like air paint, like outside. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not outside. Uh, it's like if it's French, maybe. No, French is a different thing. Yeah, yeah. French painting. It's French painting. Yeah, that's not right. It's like Al French fresco. Bread. Al, f- Al, Al fresco is close. No, a on, fresco on pla- is a painting. On plein air. Like, it is. Didn't French. have an F on it. It doesn't. It doesn't. You lied. <laughs> I, I absolutely lied. Podcast over. What I does like fresco would... mean? I don't know. I think I think With you frescos? were probably thinking of fresco. It could have been. Yeah. It's it's well. There's agua air. frescas, which I, I yeah. much enjoy. I like fresca, like the grapefruit. I used beverage. To, it sucks now. Does it? See, I, I they changed like the recipe at some point, and I hate it. I, I used know. to really like it. Now I, I mean, definitely would pick Squirt over Fresca. I haven't had either of those in a, in a long time. I should Squirt has sugar. Yeah. Fresca does not. That is a good point. Well, that's probably why it's terrible then. No, it's, it's never it's had It's always had. Yeah, it's always never yeah, had sugar. Well, it used to be better. Interesting. We'll do a blind taste test. We'll, S- we'll Seven Up screwed up their recipe too at some point. I you know do you I ever like do you ever look at something and like hear Dylan say this and I'm like maybe my taste buds just don't work as well as other people because I'm like I don't know yeah. it's drink it's fine like I remember the day I was like I tried it and I was like nah not gonna drink this again maybe you just got older because like I I every once all do that I like have like pre son I'm like I used to love these things when I was a kid and it's, now they just garbage it's possible but I think that works the other way usually as I get older I like things I didn't like Interesting. not dislike things, things that, that i used to like, like. i usually yeah. like just about everything i used to like unless i mean occasionally something's like wow that's sugary or something <laughs> but that's not but even then oh. you're like oh this is sweet but i still it's still good for me it's mostly drinks like like capri sun's terrible like kool-aid cooler's terrible sunny d garbage like i can't just can't do that stuff anymore so i don't know anyway. if i really ever liked sunny d as a kid I might have. I don't, fake. I don't know. It, it's not. It tastes like it's not real. 
Sunny D. There's nothing real about it. It's just purple stuff. It's just goo. It's five percent juice, Dylan. Five percent juice. Anyway, that um, we're gonna talk about fridges a little bit and my inability to pre-order one. Uh, we got questions. Everyone's f- inability to pre-order. One. Everyone's <laughs> inability to pre-order one. I felt. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about it in a minute. Uh, we got questions from Vinny. Uh, monotone screaming. We actually have two from Monotone screaming, and I'll allow it. We got uh, one from Maselnut. We got one from our deacon. And a final question. I mean, not like a final question. She didn't like die or anything. Uh, you we've got a question. That. That's, I mean, I was talking to her not that long ago. I'm pretty sure that uh, Princess Megan is still alive. But she has a question. And I guess if she dies between now and the next episode, like, I really hope she doesn't. She's a, she's a very nice person. But if she does, this is her final question. Or maybe she'll just never answer. I don't who knows? We'll see how it goes. And we got cheap free games from Epic. We got a bunch of Game Pass games. So many Game Pass games. Uh, a humble bundle that I think is making Colby probably wish he had a uh, a PC. And uh, PlayStation's giving away some extra games next month. And we have a troll quarter. And it's not Ubisoft or Sony or Blizzard. So that's new. But uh, we're going to do all that stuff. But first, we're going to talk about the video games we've been playing. Dylan, you want you want to talk a little bit more about killing zombies? Sure. Um, I have not enjoyed a game this much in a while. Nice. Um, it's a game I actually like. I want to come home and turn on the computer and play this game, um, which I have been doing just about every night with at least one to three people, um, which has been a lot of fun. Definitely play it with people. The bots are as bad as everyone says they are. Ah. Um, not that that, I mean, do I care? Except I did play with someone who, if you played with them, you, like, and this was a stranger online, you would have thought they were a bot. Um, <laughs> I have never, like, every time you joke about someone being bad at games, like, this person was actually, like... Bad at games. It, it was- well, my buddy and I were joking that it was like they were learning how to play video games. It wasn't oh, no. this video game. It was just like a video game. <laughs> All video games. It was very weird because they would just like blindly kind of walk and just get murdered. It was it was very hard. It's hard to explain because it was so, and that's why I'm talking about it because it was so strange to you, witness. You probably and it's like Cliff says I'm bad at shooter game like multiplayer shooter games and it's like haha you're bad but like no you're not um that's kind of a joke like it, you you can play a video game you're just not maybe excellent yeah yeah yeah. this was something else it, it was um, probably like one of those bots where like twitch plays a video uh, game they were having to vote constantly to, to try and right. get to kill zombies it was very strange and it actually was like to the point of it was a hindrance like it actually we were worse off with this person oh, that sucks um Eh, that I guess that's part of that's part of the deal. I guess right. um, that's why you bring three friends. Um, super fun though. Uh, I am. There's a lot of individual levels broken up over like the four acts. Um, finally, into Act Two, um, I I am enjoying the card building part more than maybe I thought or cared. Um, it is like you can create builds and things. So like it, there's definitely going to be strategy behind that. I'm curious to see how, um, what's the word? This is bad. Um, (laughs) 
like abusive you could be with it sure. like like because you can definitely combine car like for example last night um we were playing and i felt like i was invincible sure sure um so you might be able to like op yourself with cards you might be able to which is maybe that's part of the game and that's fine and maybe on a harder difficulty that's actually a good thing because maybe it will balance out more um because i don't know how much we talked before but the different characters in the game i think there's eight currently yeah uh, do have different like little abilities and things sure um and the one character i like to play is Holly and she has like a 10% damage resistance yeah, yeah, yeah. built into her. But I also had a combination of cards that gave me more resistance and things to the point where I was surrounded by zombies that were like punching me and I wasn't really taking damage or at least taking damage at a rate that was even of a concern to me, um, which I found interesting. Um, so I think there will be interesting things that you can do in that game, whether you try to do defense or my buddy was experimenting with like playing melee only. Um, so getting cards that improve his melee abilities and then just running around with the spike bat um, or whatever. So I think, I mean, I think you can definitely suit your play styles. Like there's one card that's the motorcycle helmet. I think it gives you like damage resistance, which is something I had in that run, but it yeah. makes it so you can't aim down your sights. So you can oh, only interesting. Hit fire. So having a weapon that is more accurate it, when shooting, so it doesn't have, like, I, th- I don't know, that might suit your play, like, play style or something. I kind of hated it, and I couldn't figure out why I couldn't aim down my sights <laughs> for a while. Um, so I found it annoying, but, because uh, I like being able to aim down my sights, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Overall, I really enjoy the game, and it ha- it fills that Left for Dead void that I have had. Um, and I guess I had kind of an interesting conversation with my buddy, who was a huge Left for Dead Two fan, which is he says is probably his favorite game of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I made the opinion, and this is still kind of early, so this is subject to change. But um, and people may get out the pitchforks if I say it, but. I think this might be a better game Interesting. than Left 4 Dead 2. Um, that does have a caveat I found out. He really enjoyed the versus mode in Left 4 Dead 2, which is something I did not play, therefore I do not care about at all. I yeah, still yeah. loved Left 4 Dead, and I never really played as the zombies. I never played that campaign versus mode, which Back 4 Blood does not have yet. Yeah, um, it does have a swarm mode, which is similar, but not really the whole campaign. But apparently, is part of their roadmap. Sure, um, sure. And we kind of, he thought I was dead wrong. Um, I found it to be slightly interesting conversation. Um, and part of what I was saying was, I think modern games, to some degree, have an advantage. That doesn't mean newer games are just better which I think he thought I was saying that a little bit, but I think we take things for granted Um, when you can play an old game. And Left 4 Dead is a game that I think still plays very well, but just a game generally looking better and new games feel better. Like, and that does mean something, right? You go back and you play an old game and you're like, 
well, this was cool at the time, but we've come a long way. And I think there's some things that we probably take for granted that just make games better sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just no, all sense. of those things combined with the fact that I can now aim down my sights. The game looks really good. It plays really smoothly. I have not had any hiccups with it really. Um which is something in beta when I played the beta for a little bit, I was like, Oh no, this is, I was a little uh, nervous about just the quality of the play. Just, it was kind of stuttery and kind of more hiccups than you'd like to see when you play a game. Um, And it, it plays very smooth um, in my experience. That's awesome. um, And then it just has a little bit of a twist that makes it, like you're doing a little bit more than just running through a campaign. And like I said, I didn't play the versus mode, so that didn't matter in yeah, my yeah. review and comparison of these games. So um, being able to say, I think I prefer this game, other than maybe I'd have to break down the scenarios versus the maps and things in Left 4 Dead, because I, I really remember enjoying the lay- level design in Left 4 Dead. Yeah, yeah. So same. that... To me, that might be the one thing that gives one the edge over the other. I could say, you know, the maps and levels in Left 4 Dead are so iconic that maybe that maybe that still is the better game, but I don't know. It's such a hard thing because Left 4 Dead, I mean, that game came out a long time ago. I mean, right. I mean, I don't even know. Early 2000s? Mid-2000s, I, I, I would guess. Yeah, that's what I, I would guess. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was going to say, like 2008, <coughs> 2007, somewhere Holy, in there. there was I know, some sort of internet. And I was actually trying to do that, and it did not It did not work very well. <laughs> so. right. I mean, we can just take up time until you find it. But yeah, I mean, it, not to say that new games are just better because they're yeah. new, but it's like, at some point, you have to say Doom is not the best shooter. No. It's like, at some point, being able to look up and down vertically makes a difference right like that that makes a difference and as much as i like grand theft auto vice city and it might be my favorite game at at the time we have improved on games um so as as just a quick aside i i just i I read the other day that the new so when they released the the new trilogy pack of all those Grand Theft Auto games. Apparently they're going to use the control scheme for Grand Theft Auto 5 and I'm like, man, could we not? Because the control scheme for Grand Theft Auto 5 is bad. Couldn't we have updated them to use a better control scheme? It's... I know they went from one like pretty terrible control scheme to one slightly better but still bad control scheme instead of just making it a third person they could have just gone the Saints Row route where it's just a third person shooter that I maybe just, you can draw your weapon and put it away and I think it it would be fine. And I, maybe I just, yeah, maybe the cover thing could you could still attach to cover, but it seems like it could feel better. I just want to be able to run by pushing down a joystick button as opposed to I don't remember how you run in the game. It might have a button. It's real weird, though. You can hold it, but you can tap it. Yeah, also. or something. I don't know. I just remember it. the controls for that being gross. Um, Left 4 Dead 2 came out the day after my birthday, November 17th in 2009. So, I mean, that's a Nine. 12-year-old game. Like, that's... Right. Uh, a lot of stuff has changed between mm-hmm. 2009 and today. So, I, I, I would say... Like, I, I don't even know how much you can... The only way you can compare... 
two games like that is how much you enjoyed them. And I mean, also how right. much you remember enjoying something 12 years ago. So, right, like, but that's, I, that's I'm tough. also... The thing is, like, I also enjoyed things more then. So I, I may, <laughs> like, it's just like, because things are still new and fresh, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's like, when you're younger, things are going to be better to you. Yeah. So it's like, I'm trying to account for that too, is like, yeah, nostalgia and being in high school when I'm playing that. Yeah. I had, I thought that was the coolest thing ever. Yeah. But yeah. in reality, if I put those games side by side, I'm probably going to take back for blood at this point right um and i'm not just gonna look at it within its own which i think you do have to appreciate things for the time they existed yeah. but at the same time i'm not gonna look at it solely in a vacuum yeah. um and i'm not gonna go back to 2009 so i can enjoy that game forever because i do enjoy some of the things that we've improved upon now um absolutely for general absolutely. playability of things because that's what matters most to me i think is generally a game feeling smooth yeah um and aiming down the sights is nice <laughs> i think that's i think that is important yeah i uh I'm, I'm excited to try it it's been on my to-do list but i really do want to play it with three other people i don't think i want to mm. play with rando so i need to like set a time so we can we can do that so i think that'll definitely be a, an extra life game um but I, I'd like to try it before then too. So cool. That's back for blood. If you have Game Pass, it is free. Um, it has uh, crossplay too, right? So you can play with it your sure PC does, friends, which is pretty nice and it's pretty easy. You do have to like share your back for blood ID, which is just your sure. name with a four-digit number that you can put into the social menu. But otherwise, it's very easy to, and you have to make sure that crossplay is enabled. Nice, I think. But pretty, very pretty nice. easy. Good stuff. How about you, Cole? What have you been playing? I've been playing video games. I love video games. Big fan. Yeah. That's why we have a podcast. They're good. Um, no. Um, so I have played a little bit of uh, Hunter. I almost called that something completely That different. would not be good. Please don't do uh, that. <laughs> Hunter Call of the Wild. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Hall of the Wild. Um, and it's it's still good, you know? Still, still shooting animals and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taking their stuff, I don't know. I, it's <laughs> I, I I don't understand the appeal, Cole, but I'm really really glad it makes you happy. Yeah, it does. Um, yeah. Still in Alaska. Finished up the uh, main storyline for the Alaska DLC, so that's nice. been fun. Um, and I needed to get some uh, uh, achievements this week because sure. of uh, Microsoft rewards. points. Yeah. And so I started playing Treasure Hunter Simulator. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And um, I don't know how to describe Treasure Hunter Simulator. It should just be called, um, like, uh, what are those? Those uh, metal detecting simulator? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's really all you do. You're not, like, treasure hunting. No, no, you're not doing any of that. It's all uh, metal detecting. Um, It's kind of janky um it is a like 15 dollar game and that is kind of steep like you well no no it's more that you can tell that it is a a, a bargain (laughs) game like oftentimes if you're on a hill your your metal detector will just go straight into the ground when you're you know going back and forth um but it's it's called a shovel yeah it's it's pretty fun um it is something i put like a solid 
two hours into, and I may come back to it if I need more achievements, but <laughs> maybe not. I got, I got it for like seven bucks, and I, I was happy about that. Um, I guess if you like metal detecting, it is a thing um, that you could do, but I don't know if I'd pay full price for it. <laughs> um, but it, it's it's a pretty decent-ish game. Um, you know, like, you, you start off with kind of a crappy metal detector and you can't find all the stuff, and so you have to, like, go back to maps. So basically what I'm saying is once you upgraded it, you know, you can do it. It's like a Metroidvania, um, but metal detecting. I hate that so much. Like, every word you just said <laughs> makes me just angry, Colby. <laughs> it's a, like a metal detecting roguelike, really, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, uh, which is a good segue into my next game, um, Dandy Ace. Um, I started playing this. I haven't played it a ton. And in all honesty, I probably won't play it a ton. Um, I like it, the it, name a lot. It's And it, like the thing is, it's not a bad game. I, I just don't think it's a game that I want to play right now. It is a roguelike. Um, and you star as... Or you star. You play as a... <laughs> like a magician. And... Uh, I don't know, like a, another like evil magician sends you to some sort of shadow realm where you've got to, you know, escape your way out. Um, and you start off the game with three cards and then you can build from there. And like, depending on what cards you get, um, you get different things, though. Yeah. It appears that the cards you start with are generally simul similar. Sure. Um, and, you know, they're usually like an attack and like a... a like a teleport where you teleport, you know, a couple feet so you can dodge. Um, and you, you know, you're fighting bad guys and trying to make your way out of the shadow realm. And it's, it's like decent. Um, but I also don't necessarily want to play a roguelike. Right I'm, now. I'm looking at it right now and it, you probably could have shortened that entire thing up by just saying it's like a not as good looking version of Hades mm -hmm. where you have magic because man, this game looks exactly like Hades. And that's actually, uh, I, I heard it compared to Hades yeah. and I played a little bit of Hades, but not much. So I, I don't know. This looks like a ton like Hades. You should play Hades, man. It's such a good yeah. game. Yeah. Um, and like I said, it's not bad. Um, but I just don't yeah. think that is what I want to be playing right now. Yeah. Because really what I want to be playing right now is, in fact, Red Dead Redemption 2. Because I'm yeah. back on Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was, I, I think, I don't know when it was on, like, Saturday or Sunday I was playing with you. And something in, like, The Hunter or Metal Detector, like, kind of reminded me of Red Dead. Like, an area in Red Dead. And I'm like, oh, I should play Red Dead. And so I decided that I was going to do that because it's been three years. Yeah. Um, man, I love that game so much. Like, it's so good. It's just so good. And like, I'm not even. I'm not even really doing anything in it. I'm. I'm in. Um, that doesn't. That's not any different than your first playthrough. Call. Well, uh, but like, I'm in Horseshoe Lookout. The, yeah, yeah. The first thing, and I have done one story mission i think um <laughs> i've mostly just been doing like i don't know chores around the camp yeah, yeah and and just riding around and and spotting animals and just stuff like that and i love every bit of it i'm pretty sure if that game didn't have the story mode and i could just like ride around and like cosplay as a cowboy i would be happy have you tried the online stuff at all no i don't want to deal with people 
Like, I mean, can you can you set up like? Because I mean, in GTA three five, we could set up like private servers where you could just do that, right? Where you could just you could just that play. That is a good point. I should look into that. Yeah, yeah. Because if I could just like not deal with people, that'd be great. Because people, cowboy, um, around. yeah. But like, yeah, I just love that game so much. Yeah. Uh, and I I really thought like I'm like well I'll play it for a little bit. I probably won't end up like you know, like, playing it too much, because I put 218 hours into it the first time, and <laughs> that would take me months to do, and now I'm, like, planning that. I'm like, well, let's see, if I can play two hours on the weekends while my kid sleeps, and then, like, I, I need, like, some sort of chart to get this out, because I really want to beat that game. <laughs> Again. Again. It's just, I, I love it so much. I uh, I think I will probably play it again, but I think I'm going to wait until they, like, Xbox enhance it. Um, I was going to do that, but... Yeah. I'll just it keep pulling me back in. <laughs> That's funny. That's super funny. Yeah, I... Uh, it's it's such a good game. It's just such a good game. You're, you're not the... I actually saw someone else the other day say they were going to... Polynerdic, I think. Uh, say he was going to start it, playing it, too. So I was going to post, a, uh, like, a meme on our, our um, Twitter page, but I'm not good at Photoshop, and it was just going to be, like, the Brokeback Mountain, but, like, I was going to replace, <laughs> I don't know, one of their faces with Red Dead Redemption 2 box. And just, <laughs> I don't know how to quit you. I will I will do what I can to make that I just I, like. I just enjoy that game so much, and yeah. I, I think it has, like, don't get me wrong, I love the story, but I also just kind of like, I don't know, just being a cowboy, and that's like one of those only games that I can think of where I'm like, I just kind of enjoy just, you know, just kind of riding around and doing nothing. Yeah. Um, you know, like, I like doing that in Grand Theft Auto, like, I like just, you know, driving around and not necessarily doing any of the, you know, things, but like, I don't know, maybe it's a Rockstar thing. I can't think of another, like, open-world game where I'm like, oh, no, I haven't touched any of the story. I just like, you know, living in this world. I, uh... I liked probably the side quests in, uh... Probably Fallout and... Yeah. And, um... Skyrim. Skyrim and, um... Far Cry 5 more yeah. than I did the actual, like, mainline quests. That's I, a good point. You know, I, I think... I don't know. I think that the problem with video games is is sometimes the the main quest is is kind of I don't want to say stilted, but like I mean Fallout Four like has actually a pretty good story, mm-hmm. um, but it also makes that story completely unbelievable because it gives you the option of just completely ignoring it. I mean, like, my child has been kidnapped. My husband has been murdered. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe I should build a giant base out of garbage. Um, and so to me, like, the because those open-world games have such a... have the ability for you just to ignore it forever, uh-huh. it, it makes the, the main quest seem less important than maybe it should be. And I I don't know how you would do that otherwise. Um, Because so often you need the side quests to be able to level up enough to do the main quests too, or you need the side quests in order to get, you know, stuff in order to beat the main quest. So, like, I I don't know how you would change that. Um, But I think open world games have that as a problem where the main quest is just kind of like, 
this is dumb. I mean, like, I'll be honest, like, Far Cry 5, every single time I got into one of those, like, wacky, like, dream sequences where I go kill a boss, I'm like, oh, could we just not? Like, I don't, I want to go play with her. Yeah, I want to go blow stuff up. I want to go shoot, you know, weird critters. I, you know, yeah, I I just want to play around with the physics in this game a little bit. So, I don't know. I, I think that... I don't. I, like I said, I don't know what the solution is for it, but I think that there, maybe there isn't one. I don't know. It's. I just maybe 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 games don't need a quest. Could you play an open world game that there wasn't like a main quest line for? It was all side quests. Oh, oh, like I said, I think with Red Dead, like if there was just like kind of side quests and stuff, like even if like. I mean, I don't know how you would do it, but, like, if there was just no main quest and, like, I don't know, occasionally people would pop up and be like, hey, do you want to do this with me? I'd be 100% fine with that if that didn't go anywhere. I mean, I guess to some degree that's kind of what, like, World of Warcraft is. Like, I know that there is a story in World of Warcraft, but, I mean, I couldn't tell you what it was, you know? I mean... You know, it's a it's a good versus evil thing, and yes, there are kind of like tent pull things that happen, but but maybe a game more like WoW, where you you know it's just a bunch of quests that you can do and and make them. I mean, I think that was the downside with Skyrim is that their their auto generated quests were very <laughs> obvious. <fetch> quests. Yeah. <laughs> um, but if you had like really fun, a game that was just built around you know interesting side quest and it was more of a more of a journey than a yeah. than a you know a well like a lot of the side quests that I even do in in Red Dead aren't necessarily like side quests it's like oh I want to you know hunt all the animals yeah. to you know make like my cool mountain man outfit um and so I think you could have stuff like that and like I said I think you can have quests that you necessarily like go on but not necessarily like a main like we're trying to get to the end yes i mean i guess the thing is isn't not red dead because you are the bad guy but i mean if you i I, it would probably work either way so you're you know your quest as a bad guy are you go and do bad guy stuff you rob things you you know do whatever and then there's i mean it would basically just be like grand theft auto online yeah yeah kind of thing like i I could really see this as something that would work you know make 50 60 hours worth of side quests and then the game's over or you can just play forever whatever i don't know it's it's an interesting idea to have a game that doesn't really have exactly an ending i mean that's kind of like stardew was kind of that way where there's no there's no end for that game like eventually you kind of just peter out yeah (laughs) like you just play until i mean theoretically i think the end of season three is actually the ending um but it's not like 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 credits don't roll you just keep going forever and now now you can 100 percent in the game there is a an actual like you you get a hundred percent by doing all these things, but when you played it, that didn't exist. So, nope. you know, it's a, it's an interesting idea, a game without an end. So, anyway, um, speaking of Stardew, I played more of that. Um, it's been kind of hard to get back into because it's been, I mean, like we, my wife and I went probably two months, month and a half without playing it, and so we don't really remember what we were doing, <laughs> and so we just kind of get in and kind of like putter around for an hour and a half <laughs> and go like, well, that was fun, and then. You know, we stop, <laughs> and it, it's fine. Um, what, what's it? It's not Moon, Moonstone Bay, Moon, Moon Glow, Moon Glow Bay. Um, is coming out in like nine days, so I think we might we might put down Stardew and and do some fishing. 
Detective Graveyard Keeper is two player. It's not, unfortunately. Mm. Yeah. It's on sale for like nine bucks. Yeah, no, that would be that'd be pretty cool if it was. But yeah, they, they, I I think it's. I mean, maybe it's just there aren't a lot of people that want to play this kind of game co op. Um, but uh, yeah, it's uh, very very few of them are. So it it is what it is. Um, I also played. I kind of got. I don't want to say drag back into, but there was again, like Colby said, a, a Microsoft reward, um, and it was you had to get a, an achievement in something from a list of games. I'm like, I haven't played Forza in a while. I have it installed. I'll see if I can get an achievement in Forza. And then I played Forza for like three hours, and man, like first of all, if you haven't played Forza Four in a while, like there's so much new content in there. There's all sorts of stuff that I'd never seen before. So there's there's a bunch of new stuff, but. That game's so good. Like, it's just so fun. I, I started playing it, and I'm like, I shouldn't play too much Forza because the new one comes out in, like, I don't know. I don't even... It, like, two weeks from now. I think it's, I think it's like, November 9th, I want to say. So I shouldn't get too far into to Forza 4 and then immediately start playing Forza 5. But I am so excited to, to get some time into Forza 5. I watched the video of it. It looks great. Um... Those games are just for like I hate racing. I don't care about cars. Like none of these, none of these things. There's no reason I should enjoy Forza, and I absolutely enjoy Forza. So it's good stuff. Um, hopefully, I'm going to play a little more stuff this week. It's it's been kind of. When does Forza Five come out? I think I think think think. I, we don't have it on our show notes. I don't don't believe because they don't go that far out. But I believe it comes out. Um, on November 9th, I believe, but I'm double checking right now. Yeah, November 9th, 2021. So, yeah, just, I mean, that's like, that's about 20 days from now, there ish. So, good, good. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm excited about that. I think it'll be fun. Uh, all right. Let's talk about Patreon. We have Woo. one. Um, and it is a way you can support this show uh, monetarily. You can support this show just by being supportive, like, you know, just like, Rate and review us on iTunes. Sure. I mean, you could do that, or you could just, like, you know, like, hop in Discord and say, like, hey, man, nice show. That's that's being supportive. But if you wish to monetarily support this show, help us pay for the software you use to create it and edit it and all that kind of stuff, uh, that would be that would be nice. Like, it's, it's, it's not free. Uh, and the fine folks who support this podcast at a $10 a month level, we, we shout you out every episode. And so big shout outs to John Tippins, Sean Palmer, Austin Palmer, Alan Schulte, and Joe Cole Jr. If you would like to be a patron at our one, three, seven or $10 level, you can go to patreon.com slash bite me podcast and sign that up right there. That would be cool. Uh, we are also going to be doing extra life in about three weeks. Um, it's, it's about the same time that Forza comes out, actually. Um, I will say that there's... We're not exactly... We thought it was going to be the 6th and 7th of November. It's a possibility we might push it back a week and do it uh, the 13th and 14th. There's, there's, we're not sure there yet. So just keep it in mind it's going to be like the first weekend or two in November. But uh, if you would like to join our team, I would highly recommend you go to bitemepodcast.com slash extra life. Or if you would like to support our team, you can go to the same URL, bitemepodcast.com slash extra life. And uh, there's all sorts of instructions out there to do it. We're going to play some games. Um, last year we played a bunch of... We played a bunch of Valorant. We played a bunch of... Um, other stuff? I, I actually do not remember, but there was lots of stuff. We played some duck game. We played some stick stick fight the game. Um, just lots of good stuff. So I think there. I would not be shocked if we play some Back for Blood this year. 
Um, it'll be a good time. We'll, we'll figure that out soon, very soon. But uh, either way, bitemepodcast.com slash extra life. Dylan, help me out here. News. Thank you, sir. Um, you know, I, Colby and I have been talking about this. We've talked about it on the podcast. We've talked about it a couple other places. But, like, how does Nintendo just keep getting away with doing stupid stuff? Like, that's... I, I Is it like the Jesse Pingman, like, can't keep getting away with it? It's, uh, I mean, I guess it's fine. Like, I mean, if you're a fan of Nintendo... I can't I can't fault you, I guess. Um, what we're talking about specifically is the, the Nintendo Switch Online um, expansion is coming out. And this is the expansion that'll let you play some very, very old Sega Genesis games. Um, and some... Do you want to play Streets of Rage 2? Altered Beast. Um, maybe some gold... Oh, from the grave. <laughs> it never occurred to me that that voice sounded kind of like Fezzik from <laughs> The Princess Bride if his mouth was full of rocks. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, some very, very old Sega Genesis games and some not quite as old Nintendo 64 games. Only like, you know, what? 20, uh, 22. 25-year-old you know? Not quite that old, but yes. 24. 20, yeah. <laughs> I was rounding up. Yeah. So I, they released pricing uh, for this, and it's going to. So I guess, like, first thing, it comes out October 25th, which is a little under a week from today. Um, currently, if you have Nintendo Online, it costs, I believe, $20 a month or $20 a year, year. which is. I don't know. I think about double what it's worth considering how few features Nintendo Online has, but whatever. Um, or it's $35 for a family pack. If you want to upgrade to the new expansion pack, which includes all of those Nintendo 64 games that we talked about last episode, all of those Sega Genesis games we played last episode, and apparently the new Animal Crossing DLC, um, you'll be paying $50 a month. Uh, for an no, individual, no, $50 a year. I'm sorry. I, I everything else is per 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 month, and so it screws me up. Sorry, fifty dollars a year for an individual membership, or eighty dollars a year for a family membership. Um, and on top of that, you're probably going to want to buy a Nintendo 64 controller because I don't know how you play their games without having one. Those are an extra fifty bucks, and I don't think I've talked to a single person like I. I don't think I've I've heard anyone say like oh that seems like a pretty good deal like I I it, it, I think it's a terrible deal are either of you guys interested in this at all? No. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess I shouldn't just shake my head on an audio format. I'm just shaking no, my head. I, I like I feel that like I I think it's a weird thing because I'm like oh twenty bucks a year is nothing but like also I had it for a year I played like. The Legend of Zelda games. I think I played Crystallis a little bit. And then I tried to play a couple of the other games. And I'm like, well, I have no nostalgia for these. So, like, they're not good. Yeah. Um, And just didn't bother playing them. And, I mean, like, after I did that, I don't think I ever played it again. And it just lapsed eventually. And, like, I can see maybe getting this for a year. But, like, 50 bucks for a year is still real expensive. I... I when you can buy the Genesis collection for I it was on sale for thirteen bucks the other day. Yeah. Um and that covers most of the Genesis games, so you're paying for 
I don't know, Nintendo 64 games, which... I think that that generation of video games, Nintendo 64, PlayStation 1... Yeah, they just, they look like crap. I mean... They've aged poorly, and I mean, like, I'm sure they'll be fun, but, like, I... I don't know if I want to pay 50 bucks no. for a little bit of fun. Yeah. It, um, I don't think so. What about you, Dylan? Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I guess it's not. I mean, for, if I was playing Nintendo often, but I think a lot of the stuff I play is you know, a solo experience and I'm not yeah. playing some of the older things. I mean, $50 a year is what, $4 a month. So yeah, it's yeah. not like it's that outrageous, but I think the thing is, is if it was $4 a month, I might be willing to do it. Yeah, but yeah, like yeah. 50 bucks up front. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I, I think I mostly am upset about like I've paid for a family membership for Nintendo online for two years because not because I played anything with anyone, but because my kid wanted to be able to upload maps for Mario Maker. Like the fact that I had mm-hmm. to pay thirty five bucks so my kid could upload maps for Mario Maker was maybe the worst thing in the world. I don't know. I to me this very much feels to me like Nintendo was like, Well, everybody else is doing it and they make a bunch of money. We should do it too, and then they're like well, no, you can't chat over it. No, we don't. I guess we could think about doing cloud saves, maybe. I'm like, it's. It just seems like it's a it's a very Nintendo thing. It is really Nintendo thing. It just They're seems like, like a couple years behind, and it's not as good. Yeah, like, I, uh, like they they do very good things in like video games, but like all of that kind of other the stuff. The infrastructure is just, so bad. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, there was there was something in Pokemon uh, when I was playing with my kid, and it was like. I don't know, a gift or something that you could get. And it was like something that like, oh, you can get these daily. And they're not like anything cool. It's not like a huge thing. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, we can do that. And I went to do it. And it's like, you need a Nintendo online subscription. I'm like, yeah, you can go straight to hell there. Like, <laughs> I, no. Yeah, it's it's just not, I don't know. I, I've always thought that, like when I played my PlayStation, having PlayStation Plus, Plus? was was worth it. Um, having I can't imagine owning an Xbox without having um, Xbox Live and Game Pass. Um, it, it just seems weird to me. But like the Nintendo One, I, I'm just like, I mean, I have it. I guess like thirty five dollars is a pretty low barrier to entry. And I think the first year I got it on some sort of like Amazon Prime deal, so yeah, I got it, it even cheaper. Like a, yeah, or I got it free for six months. Free. Maybe it was like no, yeah. it was a year. It was like with through Twitch. I want to say yeah, like Twitch Prime. Yeah. And yeah. so, like, yeah, I guess they got me and they hooked me, and yeah, I'm paying it. But like, I don't know if my kids not if they don't release Mario Maker three, I'm not going to re up, you know. So, have you heard the reason why people think it's so expensive? Uh uh-uh. uh So I, there was like a Nintendo insider that said that they 100 percent thinks it all is just licensing deals. That apparently Genesis or Sega got like a sweetheart licensing deal off of this. <sighs> Which I'm like, how? I don't, like I said, I I don't get it. Like, I just get the Genesis collection and call it good. I <laughs> like, just, just download the ROMs right? and call it good. I, like, 
I, I know that people still watch old movies. Like, I watch old movies. I watch movies from the 70s, you know, or 60s. I know that I've read books that are, are old and whatever, and I would never say, like, I don't know, why isn't all this stuff just free and available? But, like, video games just seem like they're so, like, stuck in a period of time. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't want to say that every video game today is better than every video game from 1980. Um... And and not to discount the effort that goes into them, not that they're not fun to play, but like, I guess if I bought a book in 1980, I'd still have that book today, you know? Like, maybe that's the difference. Like, if I bought a, I mean, I guess if I bought a movie in 1980, I, I would still have that movie. I just wouldn't want to watch it, but. Get out that would, VHS player. Would you feel differently if you went to Target? And you could buy a brand new Super Nintendo. And then you walk down the aisle and there was fresh Super Nintendo games on the aisle, right? Kind of getting at the idea is like the games aren't accessible, right? Yeah. It's like that they've yeah. came and went. It's like it's a time capsule. Unless you have that stuff still lying around, you can't just go get the hardware to do it, right? Yeah. So the, those games just exist somewhere in the in the ether and we know you can just download them off the internet and play them right yeah. it's like it's not a secret to anyone that it's very easy well, to do that so it's like just i and I how much money are you really gonna make on it you right? can probably just be like here let's just let's let people play these old games it's cool well, make it reasonably priced like i'll give you five bucks to get the whole collection of yeah. N64 games. I'll give you 10 bucks. I don't know. but I, I think that that's maybe more the, the idea is that I don't know why I want to pay essentially $50 a year to get eight games. Like if, you, if there was a streaming service where I could get all of Nintendo games and all of Super Nintendo games and just stream them to my PC and play them that way, sure. If there was a, yeah. a way that I could just go buy, like I mean if I could pay 100 bucks and they would just essentially give me ROMs of all of the games on the Switch with an emulator. Sure. You know, I, that's something I would think about doing. Um, but I think it's the the them trying to make it feel like it's an exclusive thing when it's absolutely not. Like, those games are extremely available. Um, right. Even if I wanted to get them on hardware, like, I can buy a Super Nintendo and get probably every game that they are giving me for 50 bucks a year for not very much, because those games are super available. Um, well, I even to like in a, a point like, you know, I always, you know, back in the day, I pirated everything, and my thing was always like, hey, if they make it easier for me to get these at not a you know huge yeah. price, like I'll I'll do that. But like for right now, you're not doing it. And you know what? When they did that, when it became like, oh yeah, no, I can just hop on Netflix or Amazon Prime and yeah. watch a movie, I stopped pirating. Yeah, same. Um, and, you know, occasionally just bought stuff because it was super easy. And, like, even if they wanted to release, like, you know, I, I really wanted uh, an NES Mini, um, but they couldn't really get them, and then they're like, well, they're, they're gone now. Yeah. And mm -hmm. so I don't have one. If they wanted to release an NES Mini that cost, you know, like, uh, say, $60, and it was going to be something like, oh, yeah, you get those, you know, the games that came on the NES Mini, but we're going to put other games on. And, yeah, they're going to cost like two or three bucks or five bucks or whatever, but you can buy them. I would do that. Yeah. But, like, okay. I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to spend 50 bucks a year for 
a couple games that like I'm like, oh, these are cool, but like yeah. I, I don't know. It just seems very. You could be doing this better. I'm I'm so frustrated too, knowing how much of this is Nintendo's fault, but also how much of it is the fault of like U.S. and international copyright law. That yeah. like, you know, these games were built by a company that no longer exists. No one owns that IP anymore. Mm-hmm. But the second you try and release it somewhere, somebody's gonna sue you. You know, right, yeah. and it's like whether they can or whether they actually yeah. can or not. But, but you're you not have gonna to fight that. Deal with it, right? And I think that's the frustrating thing, knowing that all of those things exist, and I could download them right now and put them on a Raspberry Pi and play them just fine. Um, But there's no way for like a streaming service to give those to me because I mean you can stream games to to your Switch like it's the the new uh, Kingdom Hearts games I want to say are going to be streamed. Mm -hmm. Like Resident Evil Seven was was streamed in some places. You know they have the technology. So why why am I still having to piecemeal buy SNES games. It's real dumb to me. Well, it's it's also like they're trying to create value in their surface, too. Right? By saying, oh, look at this value, right? Mm -hmm. And it kind of reminds me of Netflix, honestly, who keeps raising their monthly fee, even though over time you watch their programming, right? So in theory, over time, a Netflix subscription, to me, kind of is devalued because um, yes, they make a lot of shows, but they're not all good. Right. Like they have a, a couple really strong, they got stranger things. They have their tent pole shows, but they make a lot of crap content. Honestly, I, watch um, a lot I don't of think people content and love it. Right. But and I don't think a lot of people even realize how much content they actually make on there. Oh, Cause yeah. you, you probably only see a sliver of it and you're also only interested in a sliver of it. So it's like, they try to say, look at this value. But in reality, I'm just watching star Trek from the <laughs> late eighties and nineties. Maybe the problem like, is Netflix still and the problems you, <laughs> Well, no, it's like they make a lot of bad television shows. Man, like, I watch, I watch something. They like, really do. I watch um, a new Netflix show probably once a month and love all. Yeah. Of them. <laughs> um, so it's like for me, the moment they raise their price again, it's like I'm out. Like I'm already almost out. It's like I'm trying to finish watching Star Trek, and then like I'm gonna cancel my membership. I think that's until, so hilarious. Until like, because um, honestly, like and. Some people, I, I'll sit down while someone else is watching a show. And I'm like, this is terrible. I'm not going to watch this. I think that's so um, funny because I uh, like literally turn on Netflix and just like the way I choose what I'm going to watch next is just go like, I don't know what's in the top 10 of Netflix today. And then I watch right. six seasons of it. Like, absolutely. Right. Um, it's like, and I mean, they got, they occasionally have good movies on there. Like previous movies, not Netflix movies. It's like, but then you watch them and that, that no longer has value to you on that platform. Right. And then like Blade Runner just came up, popped up. Um, I think it was off for a while and now it's, it's back on. So it's like, I watched it. Well, it's not, I watched it. So I'm not sure I buy that argument because like, if you buy a DVD and then you watch it, that DVD is valueless now. No, but I'm not going to watch by the time I'm going to watch Blade Runner again on Netflix. It's not going to be there. Yeah. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna keep watching Blade Runner on Netflix, and I also own Blade Runner. It just happened to pop up, and I remember it not being there, and it's back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but once you watch through a library of movies on a subscription, those don't have the same value to you anymore, because you're not gonna watch them for a, a, a length of time. I think me and you like just the more you have it, and the more you watch on Netflix, 
it has less I, and less value until they put I, new stuff on there for you to watch. It, well, and I, I will say, like, on Netflix, they're pumping out enough content that, like, a, an average person may be able to find stuff. Um, but, like, once you beat all of the Nintendo games, yeah, you're not going to beat Nintendo them again. Games, yeah. Like, you're not going to beat them again, and there's only, like, 15 right. of them. Yeah. You know, like, so, like, with something like that, it would be like if you had a streaming service that had 30 movies. <laughs> it's it's and, people that subscribe to and the then they're like, Collection. Yeah, and then they're like, well, um, also, this is going to cost you 50 bucks a year. And you're like, well, I've already seen all these 30 yeah, yeah. movies. Like, should I keep this subscription? And that's how it feels like yeah. with me to, to yeah. get that. Is like I played the, like, four games I wanted to play, and I'm like, well, I'm not going to spend another $20 to just, like, maybe yeah. down the line go, like, I guess I'll play this again. I, 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 I don't think I agree with the Netflix comparison, but I absolutely get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, but you literally just described how I feel about Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and that's what I'm I saying. I open the app, I look through, and I'm like, "There's literally thousands of things, and I want to watch exactly zero of them." So I just go buy a movie that they don't have on Netflix. Yeah. And I'm like the exact like that's opposite. literally every time I turn on Netflix. I turn on Netflix. So it's like, I'm why like, am I paying for this? I turn on Netflix. I'm like, "Holy shit! There's a thousand things I haven't seen. I don't have enough time to watch so, all this content. So this glorious, like, glorious content." Dylan's describing it as if, you know, he's got the Nintendo subscription and is playing, uh, you know, uh, like the Legend of Zelda games. And Cliff's like, yeah, hell yeah, I'd love to play Scat. Yeah. Like, <laughs> absolutely. absolutely. Sure, why not? What garbage can you throw at me, Netflix? Because I'll watch all of it. Joe and Mac 2? I don't see why not. There, there are it's so like, many. Please ne- just, just alert me when Stranger Things comes back. There's like, so much I'll Netflix content like, that I watch. And while I'm watching it, go like, I don't even know why I'm watching this. It's just so dumb. I'm like. When's the next season of this come out? Like, there's a I'm not even kidding. There's a show on on Netflix called Virgin River, and it is bad. Like, it is not a good show. Um, it's it's like hackneyed and like very predictable about how it's gonna like play with your emotions. And I we Brooke and I watched all six episodes of it in like two days when they released a new season. Of it. I'm like, I don't. This is a show so dumb, but man, I really need to know what's happening next. <laughs> See, we are we are two very different. <laughs> I think, like, I just I must be really programmed for that, like, algorithmic TV shows. Yeah. <laughs> oh, anyway, that Nintendo. What are you gonna do? <laughs> uh, there's still more news. Are you guys looking for a PS5? I'm not really, but nah, but nah. if you were and you were not able to buy one yet, uh, Sony has put up a website, and that website is playstation.com you know maybe just search for like playstation register to buy it's playstation.com slash en-us slash ps5 slash register dash to dash buy but that's too long we'll put it in the show notes that's that's what we'll do um that you can actually go out and register uh and they're gonna put out a big stock of ps5s next month so this is like perfect for christmas if you don't want to like be sure you're going to get one. Like, don't tell your kids you're like, Santa's bringing you a PS5 because that would be a mistake. Um, but you have a chance. You do need to have a PSN account. Um, you uh, you do need to go fill out this form and it's uh, only open to folks in the United States. And uh, of, of course, you also have to have four or $500 to buy one. So this this might be your opportunity. I, you know, it, it happens too. Like I actually got my name. I put it in some time ago. And they actually said like, hey, Cliff, do you want to be a PS5? And I'm like, nah, no. I probably should have bought one and just like resold it or seen if someone I Try knew wanted one. Buy, yeah. Or, yeah, but it was kind well, of one of those. Buddy. 
my yeah. buddy got a hold of a was like on Best Buy at the right time yeah. and got and and found an Xbox One X. Oh, lucky! And bought it just for my other buddy, just because he happened to find one. Yeah, like, and, and like I knew a couple people looking for Xboxes, and if I'd gotten an Xbox, I would have yeah. done that. Um, but I don't think I knew anyone looking for a PS Five, and I don't really want one. Um, like I think I've finally learned after buying a PS3 and a PS4 and not playing like more than four games between the two. I think I finally learned that I don't need to own a PlayStation console. Um, but anyway, this is a, a good opportunity. Like I mean, I think that between like a lot of people that have them having one, obviously, and um, I think like the scalper numbers for PS5 probably have gone down. Like I don't I don't think anyone's selling a PS5 for $1200 now like they were a year ago. So, this this might be a good opportunity if you still want a PlayStation 5 again. Like probably a good opportunity to get one for Christmas, but not a guarantee. I don't think you should think of it that way. So, either way, if you want a PlayStation 5, we'll we'll put the link in the show notes. Um okay, so so Colby and I were 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 I don't want to say complaining, but we were discussing game install size um, over the weekend because both of us were were getting close to being out of space on on our uh, Xboxes. Like, so if you have an Xbox One, you have like what eight hundred and fifty nine hundred gigs of space on those puppies, and that, that's like that can get a little tight. And I said, you know, yeah, I've got, I've got. Uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator installed, and it's like 105, and I think Colby was installing Red Dead, which is like 115, or 105, 110. yeah, 110, and I had some other game on there that was like just over 100, I'm like, yeah, it's, it's getting a little little tight in there. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy just released, I, I think the, the, the article I read about it said, said it best, is Microsoft Flight Simulator includes maps of the entire damn world. <laughs> And it's 105 gigs. Guardians of the Galaxy is a relatively short single-player-only game, and the disc requirement for it is 150 gigabytes. Wow! <laughs> and that's real damn big. <laughs> like I don't, I don't know what to think about that. Like that's, I mean, that's first of all, like a, not quite a quarter of my Xbox, but like. A six, maybe. Yeah, that's a lot. Mm. But also, like, man, could you imagine downloading that game? Like, you have crappy internet access. That's like a four day download for some people. So, well, what was that game that recently got an update and they shrank the size substantially? Uh, it's happened a couple times. I know it happened to the Hitman games where they they went down a lot. Um, yeah. I think Warzone. Yeah, Warzone did right, which is just it, that's kind of a funny idea in general. But um, this this is that just seems enormous. That seems way too big, right? Um, if you get Hitman Two with all the DLC, which is also the entirety of Hitman One, it's only 149 gigs. <laughs> right, that's two games. You get two whole games. <laughs> Um, apparently, the the biggest one though is if you get Call of Duty Modern Warfare and Warzone and install everything, it's two hundred and thirteen gigs. So, but man, like it's too many gigs. It's too many gigs. I I don't know. I I very much look at the amount of games I have installed and wonder at what point I'm gonna have to buy myself one of those little dumb add on cards. Like maybe it'll be fine forever. 
but at the same time, like some of these games are getting real large, <laughs> real, see, real mine, large. Mine has nothing to do with that. It's only that I'm like, I see a Game Pass game. I'm like, oh, yeah. That. Well, and that's my problem too. Is is I? It's it's not necessarily got, my huge games. It's yeah that I have three hundred stupid little. <laughs> 10 hour game pass game that I probably won't play anyway installed. So I've got 70 like three gig games. Yeah. I spent like probably 45 minutes the other day deleting all the demos off my, my Xbox from when I downloaded like 40 demo games in that summer yeah, of mm-hmm. whatever. So I don't know. 150 gigs seems like it's a lot. lot, especially like I'm looking at the screen capture, like the screenshot that goes along with this article, and Rocket does not look good. I mean, he's not like <laughs> he's not like Wookie from that Star I, Wars game. Yeah, I was gonna say better than the Wookies, or <laughs> but he doesn't look great. So that's my bar now. <laughs> <laughs> Does it look like they're made of strips of paper that someone like <laughs> rolled on the end of a pencil to make them curly? Yeah, nah. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, State of Decay is a pretty pretty all right game um and it was made by do you remember what the name of that studio was called undead labs um based out of uh right around me they were actually somewhere up in washington so i actually passingly knew a guy that worked there he gave me a free t-shirt if i knew his name i would tell you who he is but i don't he was just some guy what up wrong yeah, he was some guy my kid went like my kid and his kid went to school together and i told him that i liked his hoodie one time and he's like do you like video games i'm like yeah i like video games and next time i saw him he gave me two t-shirts neither of which fit um (laughs) so i just want to point out you're like hey cool state of decay like hoodie and he's like do you like video games you're like no i just like the word (laughs) state state of decay decay. it wasn't like Like, it wasn't it didn't say state of decay it was the the like the the logo so like i had to know what that was <laughs> it's, right. it's just a cool logo i i what's what's a video game he gave me two 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 shirts and one was like a large and one was a 3x <laughs> the large just laughed at me and the 3x would have fit what? but like the neck was like it had the biggest neck hole i've ever seen <laughs> like it would have fit three of my heads it was real weird <laughs> like what what do you think his like thought process he's like hmm, was he a large or was he a three he said that they were the only ones they still had <laughs> so he just oh. grabbed one of each i'm like all right that's cool <laughs> like yeah, i think it's the thought that counts absolutely does it because i have never looked at cliff and thought like hey you could probably squeeze large, a large. Like, a, like no offense cliff but like i haven't worn a large since i was like 16? same yeah it would be like a sausage uh. casing it would not be good <laughs> anyway neither here nor there that is not what this story is about but uh the guy who founded undead labs apparently no longer works there and he is founding a new ga- a new game development studio called possibility space and this is like exactly like the kind of like hippie bullshit that i totally get into um they're, they're first of all it's going to be a work from anywhere like so you don't have there's no studio like you can all work remotely um and the kind of the kind of thing is they want to build this from the bottom up of having a studio culture that's not blizzard i think that's the way it, not mm-hmm. ubisoft mm-hmm. um not Riot Games. It's crazy how many different, <laughs> how many different. So studios. they're just gonna not hire women. I, I right? think so. That's, uh, that's the plan. He says it's it's no. yeah, just if you don't hire them right. You can't harass them. Is that so? Just ask D Media. A little aside. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say their name, but don't anyway, care. <laughs> I don't think this is libelous. Do you think that that business is still in business? Probably not. Colby and I worked for a uh, search engine optimization <gasps> if, and paper click marketing me, company. 
beep was like on a like boat running cocaine i'd be like that makes sense yeah no i can say that who literally like we had a, a sales guy who's like my this friend of mine she would be awesome for this job and she came in and she like brought booze along with her resume which was absolutely the right thing to do and was like super super cool and like interviewed really well highly highly qualified and the owner's like well we can't hire a woman like because there's we'll be sued for sexual harassment in the first 30 days i'm like well that's that's illegal you know that right <laughs> and they're like yeah it's, but it's we just can't risk we just can't risk the lawsuit i'm like i mean if we just took like the like penthouse magazines out of the bathroom and you told all the sales guys to settle down maybe it would work and they're like nah i can't risk it i'm like Whatever. Anyway, that's not the studio. Uh, they say it's just not that hard to treat pe people fairly and equally. I've learned that it's not enough to have good intentions, though. It's not enough to wish for diversity. You have to build structure that you adhere to in order to make it fair. We started by making sure that we cast a very broad net and looked at the widest range of people we could to make sure they were getting fair representation at all levels of the company. Those people have now come on board and are strong counselors and offer strong guidance for how we continue to build the kind of systematic culture, or I'm sorry, systemic culture we need to make sure... Uh, we need to build to make sure as we hire people in the next five, ten years, we build a culture that would survive me. Um, they've already hired um, uh, Austin Walker, who was uh, one of the guys who founded Waypoint, which was probably my very favorite video game podcast. Super smart guy. Like he, besides this one. Besides this one, yeah. Uh, I know people are like, what podcast you listen to? I'm like, oh, you can listen to mine. But man, if you listen to Waypoint, because Waypoint's really good. It's just, it's a good, like, lefty video game podcast. I, I really like it. Uh, but he founded that. Um, they've hired uh, Liz England, who's a game designer that I follow on Twitter. She's great. Uh, she did, like, Watch Dogs Legions. Um, and they hired uh, Jane Wynn, who is the uh, person who did all the environmental art on Firewatch. So, like, they've hired a bunch of really good key talent up front and sound like a sound like a studio that might make some interesting things. But like I said, like, this is either going to go super, super well or like a year from now, we're going to be like, <laughs> choke oh, order. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's only there's only two ways. Either it's going to go great or it's going to go set out to do one thing. And <laughs> that one thing they didn't do. <laughs> I tell you, it's going to be great or it's going to be a milkshake duck. So we'll see. I hope it works out for him because, like, that's a lot of like. The, the way I've always looked at it is I didn't get in the Valley of the Gods because Valve made the whatever and bought the people who made Firewatch. Um, so I guess if she can go on to work at a company that looks really awesome, maybe maybe it'll all work out. I don't I don't know. I, I Best of luck to him, and hopefully it doesn't get screwed up. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm bummed. I'm, I'm upset at myself and others. Um... Mostly others, because I forgot that today was Xbox Series X mini fridge day. I've been talking about it for like, I mean, months, but also specifically like talking about it for the last couple weeks. Um, because I really freaking want one. I think they're adorable. Um, I don't know what I was going to do with it because I like, have you, have you seen how big they are? Like you can fit a full sized Xbox One X inside of them. So like it's a. It's not a huge mini fridge, but it's not tiny. Um, it can hold a 12-pack of Coke, apparently. And I wanted one so bad. I, I've been hyped all weekend. Like, Tuesday's the day to do it. And I forgot until, like, this afternoon. And so I didn't pre-order one. But the good news is, is it doesn't matter if I had because scalpers bought all of them. And now they're selling for $500 a piece on eBay. I, I just hope that the scalpers accidentally bought them thinking they were Xbox. <laughs> 
I don't know. They were a hundred bucks, and I'm like, a hundred bucks is, I mean, a hundred bucks isn't free, but like a hundred bucks for like kind of. Are you sure? Uh, pretty sure. But a hundred bucks for like kind of a fun little like I'm a big Xbox nerd. Like having a cool fridge full of. I don't know, Red Bull or something, um, like on my desk. Balls. Ball, oh, balls is so good. I'm going to have to beep that. Um, <laughs> I don't know if balls was worth that. But, it's so know. good, though. It's got, I don't think it's very it's caffeine-y, not. but I love the flavor of it. Um, it's like if you put the like, caffeine of Mountain Dew in like bad Sprite. No, it's, 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 it's probably the, I think balls is probably the best tasting, like, quote, unquote, energy drink. That's because it's not be like saying drink. like yeah. I think Mountain Dew is the best energy you drink. You could be right. Mountain Dew is pretty good to be honest. Did you know there's a flaming hot Cheetos Mountain Dew? I do. I don't want to try that. I absolutely don't. Have you guys had flaming hot Cheetos mac and cheese? I've had their. No. I've had the Cheetos mac and cheese, it's, and that shit's delicious. Really, you like it? Yes. Oh. I, my kid had some yesterday, and like I'm like, I'll try this, and I'm like. Well, I'm going to have a bowl of this. Uh, I think it is really mediocre. Um, mm. And that's saying a lot because I, like, I, maybe it's just that I love Kraft macaroni and cheese. See, and I don't really like Kraft uh, mac that and could cheese. Be it. That could be it. So, they make a flaming yeah. Hot Cheetos version of that, though. I saw it at the dollar store the other day. So, mm. meh. Anyway, I did not get my Xbox fridge, and I'm bummed. Apparently, they're going to sell them at Target eventually. So maybe I can get one. Mm. When they come you to go retail, I'm going to totally go harass target workers. But either way, this does appear to be another instance where scalpers just bought everything. And I'm getting kind of sick of that. Like, maybe maybe there are ways to fix this problem. But why would they fix this problem? They don't care. Yeah, that's kind of a bummer. They still sold it. It doesn't matter. matter. And I guess eBay gets a cut now. So everybody wins. The the trick is not buying them from scalpers. Right? That would fix the problem. Because then they'll be stuck with a bunch of mini fridges. <laughs> I wish there was a way we could organize that, Dylan, because nothing would make me happier than a bunch of guys going like, I don't know, I got like $2,000 worth of mini fridges that I can't unload. <laughs> you just see a bunch problem, of them on like, Facebook like, Marketplace for 20 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be so hard to organize people to not. like Because someone's going to just buy it. Right? I want one real bad, but I don't want like, one so, I, yeah, I didn't, that bad. I don't. I probably. Well, that's good. Yeah. Because if you bought one that bad, then you'd be part of the problem. I would probably have paid one hundred and fifty dollars retail, but I'm not going to pay. Th- they're selling on eBay now between like three and five hundred dollars, and that's just silly. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe I'll. They just, were only one hundred fifty bucks. They were hundred bucks. Hundred bucks. Okay. That's a pretty good I mean, deal. That's, a pre- that's that's a problem too, because it's like someone could buy ten of them. Yep. Like it, it's. Yeah. Not and I don't know if they had limits or whatever, but it's like you—that's not a high price point to keep anyone away yeah. initially. And if you spend a hundred and you can sell them for five, yeah, like, it's pretty good. I don't know if they're actually going to sell for that, but that's a like—it's yeah. a lot of money. I want one real bad. It's hard to yeah, hard to stop. I'll that. just put that out in the universe. If you see a Xbox mini fridge for like a reasonable price, like like let me know. Like I'm in. Anyway, Dylan, you want to help me out? Hey, yo, Vinny, what's your question this week? Vinny's question this week is, what's a game or games that you've always been interested in playing, but for some reason or another you keep putting off and have still yet to play? Do you think you honestly will actually ever get to that game at some point? And Vinny, I think, is, like, backlog shaming me because there's a hundred and... 
uh, three, four, seven hundred games that I think actually fit this bill for me. Um, probably not. I like. I would say um, the Watchdog series is a big series of games that I've always wanted to play. That's a good answer, actually. And I own Watchdog Two, and I think Three is on Game Pass. <laughs> no, 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 it's not. Ubisoft yeah, you're game. right. Um, I own two though. I bought it on sale at Christmas one time for like nine bucks. I'm like, I'm gonna play this game, and I've never played this game. And honestly, probably won't. Like, I want to. Like, I like Ubisoft games. I like the concept of Watch Dogs. It sounds kind of interesting. I've heard it's good, but just just haven't played it, and probably probably won't. It's a long. It's like I think the problem is I look at Watch Dog and they're like it's forty hours. I'm like blah. So yeah. I don't know. What about you guys? I have always like I, I have always wanted to, and I've played it a little bit. But I've heard that the new version is better. But I've always wanted to play um, oh '40s cop game made by Rockstar. Mafia. Oh, La Noir. La Noir. No, La Noir. Like I've always wanted to actually play that game. Um, I played it when it was released on 360 and just could not get into it. But it's always like one of those things that I see it and it's like, oh, you know, 19 bucks. And I'm like, "Eh, if you were 10, I'd get you. But like, and I've heard that the newer version is better, that they cut some fat. I played that. I think I bought it on, I don't remember where I bought it, but I bought it thinking kind of the same thing. And... I think I might be face blind because yeah no it, but I I can do the like is he lying I'm like oh. I don't know they're like well you have to make a decision I'm like A and they're like how could yes. you choose A it's obviously B I'm like oh, are you are you sure <laughs> like I've never I'm sure it's not I'm sitting there watching this game they like tell you everything you need to look for I'm like none of that happened did it did it am I Huh? Am I watching the wrong thing? And like, I failed like two or three investigations, like right in a row. I'm like, maybe this game's not for me. <laughs> yeah, I still want to try. Yeah, it. no, absolutely, I, absolutely. I really like that game. Yeah, I mean, I played through the whole thing like pretty much the day it came out. I think. Yeah, I'm trash. Um, that's funny because I did. I like it. Like, I played through it completely fine. No, like, I'm like sure. So I missed some things, yeah, but yeah. I think that's part of the game. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's funny. I was terrible at it, absolutely terrible. So, what are, what are you gonna not play, Dylan? I mean, Watch Dogs is honestly a better answer <laughs> than I probably would have come up with because yeah. that is a game that I've always like. It's always kind of been on my things to do, but yeah. was never high enough to actually play. Um, I came so close to buying Watch Dogs two like two weeks ago. It was like <laughs> five bucks, and I'm like, oh, oh that's worth it. But I'm like. It, it, again, it's it boiled down to I'm like, do I really want a like forty hour yeah. game that yeah. like I don't I mean, know? It just the new like Far Cry games and the Assassin's Creed games probably kind of fit in this bucket too. Um, yeah, because I like I played the first like two Far Cries pretty extensively and the first two Assassin's Creed, and then after that like. I played it in a little bit, and I never really got back into them, even though I was like, oh, I like these games, but 
and now like the newer ones people are like really jonesed about and i just don't think i'm ever gonna play them i think i'm actually really glad that i didn't get into any of those games in the early ones because like i i mean i played assassin's creed one um a little bit and then the next one i played was like origins, origins. <laughs> yeah. and so i skipped like 20 years of of assassin's creed games and i think that actually worked out really well and same with far cry like i the first far cry i played was far cry 5 so <laughs> i think like and, and i've gone back and played three and four oh. at least parts of them and really liked it. i played a little bit of primal played i three? think so um like not a ton of it but like a little bit uh, and, and they're fine, but I really enjoyed five the most. Um, I think I actually did the same thing with, um, oh shoot, those GTA kind of light games. Um, uh, I you've actually already Saints, Saints Row, Row yeah. Saints Row, um, where I didn't play any of them until I played Saints Row four, and then I went back and played Saints Row three, and I think that that worked out pretty well too. So eh, yeah. maybe skipping games isn't the worst thing in the world. Uh, let's see. Next question is from Monotone Screaming. Do you prefer first or third person uh, view for different genres? Like, for instance, do you like, um, you know, a, a puzzle game to be first or third person? Or do you like a, an exploration game to be first or third person? Or do you prefer your shooters first or third person? Um, and I, I think the answer for me is... I used to like everything to be first person and I thought third person games are real dumb and now I like everything to be third person and I think first person shooters are real dumb. <laughs> I thought Wildlands was really interesting where it was third person until you aimed down the the site and then it became first yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of an interesting I thought take. that worked really well. I, I, I don't know. It, it's like one of those things for puzzle games, depending on the puzzle games, totally first person. Um, I don't know how a third-person puzzle game would work. Um, but, like, shooters, it it's real hard. I, like, I like them both. I just... I think I now prefer third-person, yeah, though. I, I, and I don't... I wish I could tell you what switched. And I think part of it is, I think, that... I think first-person always looks a little bit cheesy. Like, because the first-person... Like, I mean, when I'm... In my first person, when I am my first person, like I still have a body in like, all, like the all the time. When I'm in my personal first person mode, I am not just like two weird disembodied arms. Um, I'm sure? pretty sure like I have legs and a body and stuff that I can see. And I think that not having that in most first person games is really strange. Like it makes me feel. Like, especially because so many of them have, like, a pretty wide field of view, too. I'm like, I can see my peripherals on both sides 180 degrees, but if I look down, I don't have a chest. And I think that that's kind of, like, first-person games for me feel kind of weird. I do love I do love first-person games when you can see your legs when you look down. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and it was, I, it's, you get a lot of bonus points. Yeah, and I, I think that's part of it. But I think that the more third-person games I play, the more they just kind of make sense to me. Um, like it, I think it should actually in theory probably make you feel um, like you're less involved with the character. But I think I actually feel like I'm more involved with the character because I can feel how they, I can, I can see them more. Like I, I think that like first person jumping always feels super, super awkward to me. But if I, if I can't jump in a third person game, it, it makes me kind of crazy because I can actually see how it works. So I think I personally prefer third for everything and I don't play many first person games anymore. And when I do, I usually don't play them for very long. So 
we'll see about Skyrim Five. We'll see when that comes out how it how it works. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Any other thing? Any other thoughts? I guess. Mm-hmm. All right. Next question. Maislenut says, "Are there any movies that feel like they couldn't be made into a video game, but you wish they would? Like a, a movie that would not make like that? You're like, ah, they could never make that into a video game, but that maybe maybe you think they could." Um, it's not a movie, but I think I would. I want someone to like figure out a way to adapt um, the Book of Leaves into a video game. Um, I've yeah, like House, House of Leaves. Leaves. Sorry, apologies. Um, House of Leaves into a video game. Like I've thought about that a couple times, and I think there are ways you could make parts of that work. Not the entire thing, but but parts of it would be interesting. I think you could do it in like kind of like a Blair Witch, yeah, yeah, kind of, like yeah. that kind of thing. I think it'd be interesting. I don't know that that game, that book. I'm sorry, is it's like famously we could never make this into a movie. I'm like, I think you could absolutely make this into a movie. I think it'd be interesting if you did. Um, probably not a single movie. Maybe maybe multiple movies. I don't know. Um, what do you think? Movies movies that you want to see made into video games, even though it seems like it might be hard. I think the problem with making, I mean, making a movie into a game is that it's kind of like how games don't necessarily make good movies, movies yeah 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 i i would say um i don't think that anyone has really nailed um a movie made after the i'm sorry a video game made after the like canon star wars universe from the movies like they they've taken portions of it and made it um into things like I mean obviously you know X-Wing TIE Fighter X-Wing versus TIE Fighter all that stuff um and they've done Rebels. stuff around it Squad what is what was the one on GameCube was about as Rogue close Squadron as where you did like Rogue yeah. Squadron where you did like scenes yeah. from and, and like I don't think I want to see someone like I don't necessarily want to play a video game as Luke um necessarily I mean like frankly I did that in Battlefront 2 and I thought it was kind of meh but I like I would like to play maybe a video game set in that universe that takes place in those locations maybe um but maybe outside of the the main actual happenings from the movie I don't think anyone's done that very well yet so this is kind of cheating because it's a book made into a TV movie but what about something like Shogun oh man Shogun's a super good movie or a super good book I have not seen the miniseries Oh, man, that, that book's good. Yeah, I could absolutely see how that could that, work. It'd be hard. Yeah. Like, that's a lot of stuff, but that's a really interesting idea. I think, like, The Stand might be kind of interesting. Oh. If you did it as, like, kind of, uh, again, like, I think, like, kind of horror movies, like, that that kind of thing would work. Yeah. It's well, hard because, like, you already know the ending. Yeah, like, that, I think that's yeah. kind of the, the hard part of all of those. And also, like, what are you... Like, I, I say that, and I'm like, I can see it being interesting, but because there's so many characters, like, I don't know... You If you did it in, like, chapters, yeah. and you played as a different person... That and, could you be know, cool. I don't know. I would really like to see a company come back around and start making, um, like, good... Um, movie adaptions like i mean like when we were younger like every single like kids movie that came out how to had a crappy yeah video game made out of it and i wish that there but like some of them ended up being okay like i think that like 
there are a handful of like SNES games that people like look back on fondly now, like The Lion King and, and some of those. But I think that we're to a point with technology where, well, and and movies take longer to make now. I think I think like the production times in movies is a little bit longer, where they're being measured in in years to some degree. Um, where I think you could probably do like I think there's a possibility to make like a good Pixar video game. See, and I think it would. Uh, like you could do it in the same way that uh, they're kind of doing it with the Avengers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. where you could have like a base game, and especially on things like that, where you know, like, oh, hey, this is going to be, you know, uh, a, a franchise yeah. that you could. I don't want to say I miss like licensed video games, um, but like I might be a little bit nostalgic for licensed video games, even though in my head I know they weren't good great um but there's something fun about playing like i remember playing the the i I rented the toy story 2 game and like it wasn't great but it was good and there was something kind of fun about playing through that world and i think that like the tools exist now to make those better um and not do it in a way where you're like okay guys you got six weeks to you know make a video game um like i think that could be pretty fun what do you think dylan any any movies you'd like to see made into a video game Um, this kind of just popped in my head. I don't know if it fits exactly because I mean, I guess it's up. It's possible. Um, I don't think we've seen a game like it though, and that's Waterworld. Oh yeah, yeah, I could see that. That would be. I don't think there's been a game that's been kind of like a seafaring, a post-apocalyptic. I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot of water kind of, kind of like Sea of Thieves, but in like post-apocalypse. Yeah, like like Sea of Thieves modern, mixed with Fallout. I don't know, like. It could be kind of interesting. I can spend a lot of time just traveling, but so I can get behind uh, that. You man. reminded me of something, um, and again, this is kind of cheating because it's a book made into a movie. But I'd play a video game of The Road. I've not seen that. Like hiding from cannibals and scrounging for food, and I like it. I think we should also um, look into making more uh, video games based off of uh, pornography. I think that's. That's something. We yeah, should, there we go. Um, super horny, oh yeah, brothers. Yeah, be great to bring it back. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, another question from Monotone Screaming: If you've played any of the superhero games like Batman or Spider-Man, which one is your favorite? Do you guys have a favorite like superhero video game? I which do. one's your favorite? Yes, Wolverine. I did not play that. Yes, you did. I do not but remember that, playing th- that. I'm sure it was. Thank great. goodness <laughs> that your memory's just like a steel box, sieve, like a sieve. How about you, Dylan? Uh. Arkham Asylum, for sure. I vaguely remember playing. What was that like? Uh, co-op, uh, like three-quarter, like Diablo-y kind of view, like brawler with all the Avengers. Ultimate Alliance. Yeah. Oh, Ultimate yeah. Alliance. Yeah, Colby and I played good. some Ultimate Alliance a couple times. That seemed pretty good. Um, I did not. I've not played any of the Batman games. I've not played. I an, do enjoy that you remember us playing Ultimate Alliance a couple times, but you don't remember beating yeah, Wolverine. I do not remember me. Wolverine at all. Like <laughs> it wasn't was Wolverine wasn't co op, did we Yeah, we just switched. I kinda remember that. Like where like you're you're at the end of the level you would get damaged, but because you can regenerate. Yeah. Like would. I vaguely yeah. remember that. But yeah. 
I don't know. I I most definitely did not enjoy Spider Man, but that was probably I think that's a me, not a Spider Man, because I think that game's probably pretty good. But yeah, whatever. Uh, our Deacon wants to know if you have a preferred type of headphone. Um, can be brand or type for gaming. I I do. Um, I think Dylan and I actually have the. Do we still have the same preference, Dylan? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, the hyper. I don't have much complaint over it. Yeah. The hyper X. Um, branded headphones and I, Dylan and I have the HyperX Cloud 2s I want to say Two, I think yeah which are by this point in time a couple years old but I think that that actually speaks a lot to like the longevity of these headphones where I use them all the time um, and have not had a single problem with them they work as good yeah. today as they did the day I bought them and they're I mean, I don't want to say cheap, but they're, I think they're like a hundred bucks and I often see them on sale for like 60 or 70. Yeah. Um, and you can use them on everything. Yeah. I use them on my PC. Um, I use them. Plug them into your controllers. You can plug them into your PC. Oddly enough, I believe the HyperX stuff is actually made by Kensington, the company that makes mostly RAM and flash drives, I think. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've been super happy. I think the thing I like about them too is I've got a, like I've got a giant head, like frankly, just massive, massive head. Um, and the, um, the part that goes over your head on these is actually made of metal instead of plastic. Um, I've actually had a lot of problem with plastic ones. Eventually that my massive head eventually like stress fractures the plastic. And so these being made of metal yeah. um, work out really well. Great sound. Like I, I really like them. I'm a big yeah. fan. They're pretty comfortable. Like I've never, never had a complaint. Yeah, and they're cans. I mean, they go uh, not over your ear, but like if you put them on over both ears, they've got pretty good like noise deadening, like not noise canceling, but like you're not going to hear a lot of stuff with those on. Um, Good microphone. The microphone's removable, which I really like. And I've got them in kind of a cool orangey red color, which I like. So me too. I think, I think Vinny has the same pair or at least did. Um, Everyone I've ever recommended him to has ended up really liking him too. So it's good. What about you, Cole? You have a, a, a brand of headphones you enjoy? The ones I'm wearing now, they're the Sony Platinum Wireless you like headphones. Those? I do. They're garbage for, like, the Sony thing, because you can't use them wireless. Oh. Um, but uh, I like them, as long as you keep them plugged into nice. something. Do you, are you, you're wearing them plugged in right now? Right yeah. now, yeah. yep. I use them for this. I use them for on my Xbox. Again, I can't use it on the PlayStation Wireless. I want to point yeah, yeah. this out. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, if you plug them into the the, the controller, they're great. Do they have a microphone, or is the microphone in the headset? They, it's in nice. the headset. Yeah, they, and like I mean, I play with Colby every weekend, and they sound great. So yeah, I don't. I think I think that's good. I I don't think I would personally wear. I mean, having having earbuds to game with seems weird like then you're talking bluetooth and that seems like not a not a great way to go so i think i think cans are probably really the the kind of the way to go with those and i mean obviously you can spend a lot more than that too um like there are every once in a while i'll get crazy and go look at like 250 dollar video game headphones i'm like nah nah i'm good the these are 200 dollar headphones <laughs> yeah i didn't buy them <laughs> and again they don't work, work wirelessly <laughs> for the PS5 or PS4. I want to point that out. Adam had, I think, that pair or maybe the gold pair, and he said the same thing. Is there crackly? The gold and- pair? The gold pair, it probably was these ones because the gold apparently works better. Um, 
It was something, it had to do with there's like a dongle that you plug in, and the best I could find is they're like, oh, it's because um, it's too close to your router, so move your router out of the way, and I'm like, well, I can't. <laughs> it's attached. Like, <laughs> it, well, it, it's like, it's right there, yeah, like, yeah, I can't yeah. move it upstairs, yeah. and they're like, well, you just have to get your PlayStation away from that, so the only way that I could use these even kind of wirelessly is I have an eight-foot extension for a USB that I could string away from the router and plug in the dongle to that, and they were less cracking. Yeah, then. that just doesn't seem worth it. That's so weird. And I'm like, I'm like, I'll just plug them in yeah. like it's not that big of a yeah, deal just just get the hypercloud x that's that's the way to do it mm. uh princess megan maybe her final question but golly i hope not how are your backlogs coming <laughs> have you completed i'm playing red dead redemption 2, <laughs> have you completed so anything that... off of them or plan too soon i tell you my new my new attitude towards video games is like i pick a game and i beat it or I play it until I don't want to beat it anymore, and then I play a new one. Like backlogs mean nothing. Um, I try and you know keep track of what games I want to play, um, but like having a backlog and thinking too much of it just made me like anxious around video games. Like I used to have like this big list of like games that I needed to beat. Watch Dogs was on there. Um, and like mostly it just made me like anxious when a new game would come out and I go, but I really want to play that first, and then my backlog's like but Cliff, you still have a backlog. So like, I, I, I just live in a backlog free, free life right now. I'm, I'm not, not thinking about that. How about you guys? The two games I'm currently playing, I've already put combined 350 hours into. So that's how not my backlog is Not much of a backlog going. guy, I think. How about you, Dylan? You, you, uh, are you a backlog player? No. Yeah. It, I think, I think. I just don't keep track of stuff that way. I think it's, it's probably. I think it's probably better to live in a, in a backlog-free life. I think yeah. I think you're just going to stress you yourself out. You just create another source of anxiety. Yeah. I, I don't need that. Man, I already have so many sources of anxiety. Like, I do not have room for another one. I just absolutely don't. Mm. All right. Uh, cheap Free Games. Epic Games this week is... Man, this game sounds terrifying, all right? It's called Among the Sleep. In the game, you play as a small child trapped in a weird nightmare where you go looking for your mom. Like that does not that does not sound good. Uh, that's free in the Epic Game Store this week, and I guess like maybe good for Spooky Month. Um, game Pass just announced a bunch of new games. Speaking of my my backlog, I don't need a backlog anymore because I just have Game Pass, and it's just like all the games in Game Pass. My 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 backlog is every game in Game Pass that I haven't beaten yet. Uh, Outriders is coming to PC October 19th. That game um, kind of sucks from what I hear. <laughs> Did not I, no, I tell you, you were playing it wrong. No, no. Everything I mean, I, that absolutely might be true, Cole, but everyone else said it sucks too. <laughs> like, I don't think that game... Maybe they're, maybe they're playing be, it could wrong. Be. I, I want to try that sometime with people. Uh, Into the Pit comes out October 19th. It's console PC. It's the last time we'll have to talk about fast-paced retro SPS roguelike. Uh... I downloaded that Of course that today. you did. Uh, Echo Generation comes out October 21st. Console, PC, and Cloud. That game looks cool. I th will probably give that one a shot. Uh, Everspace 2 is coming to PC October 21st. Um, I've never played any of the Everspace games, but I hear they're kind of fun. That one just was announced today. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z is coming to Cloud and Console October 1st. If you like dragons or balls or Zs, maybe that game is for you. I like one of those things. Try to figure out it's what it is. It's dragons. 
Uh, yeah. Moonglow Bay they're, is coming they're, out. They're <laughs> they are super rad. Uh, Moonglow Bay is coming out October 6th to console cloud and PC. That looks fun. It's kind of a Stardew Valley fishing game that I'm quite excited about. Age, of, it's got co-op. Co-op is good. Uh, Age of Empires 4 is coming out October 28th to PC and cloud. Alan Wake's American Nightmare is coming out to console and PC October 28th. That is a game that I... That is that is another game like Watch Dogs that I bought with every intention of playing and then did not. I bought it because it got pulled off the Steam store, I think, um, because of licensing issues. And it, so it went super cheap. I bought like Alan Wake and Alan Wake's American Nightmare for like $4 combined. Um, Wait. What game? Alan Wake. It's American it's Nightmares coming, is come. So that's not Alan. That's not Alan Wake's American Nightmare, is it? I thought it was American McGee's. No, American McGee's. Uh, that's Al- American uh, McGee's. Alice is is the, the game. Yeah, I swear that this isn't because Alan Wake just got a remaster. Yeah, I don't know if that like it was this. just released. This is American Nightmares. Though. This is like the expansion to that, I believe. Um, this huh. is an old I, game. I could have sworn it. W- yeah, I could have sworn that it was American McGee's. He did another game. Oh, really? I'm I'm 99 sure this is. Oh yeah, it is. Alan yeah. Wake's American Nightmare. Yeah, this is a game that Almost. came out a number of years ago, I believe. Like nine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, here it's really good though. So anyway, that's coming. Uh, Backbone is coming out on console October 28th. That is. Uh, this sounds great. Raccoon detective Howard Loader is not a hero. He can barely make yeah. rent, and yet he has stumbled across something so massive it will shake the very fabric of society. Um, I you had me at raccoon detective. I did not need any more description than that. It's set in Vancouver, BC, which is probably one of my favorite cities. Uh, non guns doppelganger edition is coming to cloud console and PC October twenty eighth. It's a nihilistic action platformer roguelike. I. I, I <laughs> Obscure in both gameplay and theme, non-guns is a riddle that demands sacrifice. Each run sees you parting from a black and white graveyard into an ever-changing gothic dungeon full of nightmares fleshed out of human viseria. Surviving not only requires skill, but style. The game sounds so pretentious that I can't even... like. I, there's no words to describe how pretentious that sounds, but that's cool. That's fine. I I want to know how I got American Nightmare confused with uh, American McGee's Bad Day LA. I do not know. That's what I was confused. I've never heard of of American McGee's Bad Day LA. It did yeah. not do. Great. I think he's still making a sequel to uh, to Alice. I think there's Alice two coming out. It seems like it's been kickstarted or something. So uh, the Forgotten Forgotten City is coming to cloud console and PC October twenty eighth. Travel two thousand years into the past and relive the final days of a cursed Roman city, where if one person sins, everyone dies. <laughs> That sounds interesting. Only by questioning an intertwined community of colorful characters, cleverly exploring the time loop and making difficult moral choices can you hope to survive this epic mystery. That sounds like it could be good. That sounds really good. It sounds kind of like, I don't know, Obra Dinn, but with like... Yeah, it sounds good. Did you ever play Obra Dinn? I really wanted to. I was kind of turned off by the graphics, but the gameplay sounded really interesting. So it was like a two-bit game, like green and white. Um, Bassmaster Fishing 2022 coming out October 28th, Council Cloud and PC. Oh, yeah. uh, and then this is an interesting one. It's got actually a Minecon was over the weekend. Uh, and Minecraft, um, both the Java and the Bedrock Edition are coming to PC only 
on November 2nd. So no console, but I guess PC players will finally be able to get their hands on uh, the, the... So there, there are two separate dish, uh, versions. The Java one is the one that lets you um, like mod it and play a lot of the, the things that require resource packs and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then the Bedrock Edition is a little more uh, locked down than that, but it does let you play with anyone else except Bedrock Edition, uh, except Java players. So the Bedrock Edition on PC will let you play with console, let you play with um, people on iPads, like you can play with literally anybody else. So that's kind of cool. Finally come to, to Game Pass. I think it's weird that it wasn't already, to be frank. And I think it's kind of weird that the console version is not coming, but what do I, what, what do I know? Uh, Humble Bundle. Uh, man, like, if, if Colby has gotten you, like, man, I'm really interested in this hunting thing that Colby's talking about. Um, this is the week for you. Um, there's a there's a one item bundle that just gives you a game. There's an eleven item bundle uh, for seven bucks. It gives you the game and a bunch of DLC. But there's a twenty two item bundle for fifteen dollars that just lets you hunt everything. I think. Do you have all these call or is is it? Oh, no. does, it does it make you sad? Does it? Do you bit. have a bloodhound? Oh, so Colby's got got the got a bloodhound. How about um, do you have a tree stand? Um, mm, no. How about uh, the duck and cover pack, which I you know, okay, I so you can hunt some ducks. Uh, can you hunt I lions? Can. No, no. Bummer. Um, do you have a, a like a a four by four ATV thing that looks kind of like a warthog? Um, I have an ATV, but that's just based yeah. yeah, yeah. Game. I don't know. This is this is a ATV Saber four x four DLC. So anyway, for if if you want to go hunt stuff and you think that Colby's weird hunting game sounds good, fifteen dollars twenty two total items full of game and DLC. So go go get that on Humble Bundle. It's good for. Uh, I don't know. I, the Humble Bundle's changed how their website looks. I can't even tell. Nine days. You got you got nine days left to uh, to grab that. Fifteen bucks. Go do it. Uh, finally, we are in Troll Corner. So you guys have uh, seen that new Metroid game that came out. What's it? Metroid Dread. Is that right? Dread. Yeah. If, if, I, I I know Adam talked about it. He said he liked it. Have you guys checked that out? Is that like your your thing at all? I'd like to play it, but it's sixty dollars, yeah. and I don't want to play it that much. Same. So uh, they've had a little bit of controversy. I just think this is really... Video game credits are already longer than I want to watch. So to me, adding a little bit more video game credit and actually crediting, say, everyone that worked on that video game doesn't seem like a huge ask. And it's not like... It's not like they have to pay money for every credit added to that. It's not like, well, you know, like the, the way credits work in video games is $100 for the first credits, and then it's uh, $3 for every 100 credits we add after that. It's just not the way it works. Um, Dread's getting some kind of fallout for um, only putting people in the credits who worked on more than 25% of the game. Um, so if you worked on 25% of the game or less, you were completely left out of the credits. And the reason that's important in uh, like video game land is that's the only way to really prove that you worked on a game for like your resume. Um, not being in the credits makes it very hard for people to get jobs. And I, I just think that's kind of kind of lousy i mean i can't can you guys think of any reason why you wouldn't just put everybody who worked on the game in the credits like i mean sometimes you watch those or you're like all oh, the lawyer who did some work on it like mm. the only reason 
is I have heard that it is sometimes because like, and I, I don't know about Nintendo, but from other things, people come and people go. Yeah. And so they may not know. Yeah, this... Um, I don't know about this, but I've heard that that is like a problem where people like, I was on it for like, you know, six weeks, but then had to move to a different department and was not in it because, you know, like I just didn't. I don't know. It seems know. like in a world where spreadsheets exist, yeah. this doesn't seem like a hard yeah, ask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just everyone gets a Google Doc. When you sign in, put your name on the Google Doc. And I guess the thing is, is like you don't see video games having a hard time keeping track of the bajillion people that, you know, donated money to their. Uh, yeah. thing. It just doesn't seem like that. It doesn't seem like in this day and age, like, sure, I get it. Back in the day, like we're trying to squeeze every inch of whatever out of an SNES cartridge problem. But like, in, I mean, holy shit, that Guardian of the Galaxy game is 150 gigs. Like, what's an extra 200 megs worth of, you know, credits? So actually, 47 gigs of that is <laughs> the credits. all credits. There's so many people that worked on the game. And I get it that, you know, some of these games have thousands of people that work on them, but like, just let it roll, man. Like, no one watches that shit anyway. The only reason I watch it is because sometimes there's an achievement. And I usually just, like, let it roll and then leave the room and come back. So, you know, it's... I just don't see why that's something that should matter. And I think if I had, I mean, 25% of a game, that could be months. <laughs> like, you could have worked on a game yeah. for months, and to not get credited, that would suck. So, boo to you. Who's this developer? Mercury Stream. Bleh, that's what I say. All right, anything else, you guys? All right, remember, Ooh. I have to edit out an F-bomb at 109. That's, that's important. Hey, Cliff. Edit out a, a, a either edit you've out. gotten to here and you heard a beep, or you got here and heard an f bomb because I forgot. Anyway, thank you. We are Bite Me Podcast. You can find out more about us at bitemepodcast.com. You can follow us on the social media at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.com slash bite me podcast. You can join our extra life team, and I highly recommend you do. We're going to have a lot of good times um, sometime in November. Uh, at bitemepodcast.com slash extra life. You can join our Discord and hang out there with uh, just a, f a bunch of. What, what's the. It's a hive of scum and villainy. Is that right? Um, yeah. Sure. Uh, bitemepodcast.com slash Discord. You can join our Patreon and shoot us a little bit of cash. Patreon.com slash bitemepodcast. Dylan? Bite me. Bite me. Bite me. Bite me.